Welcome. I'm Lauren Rosen, licensed marriage and family therapist. And I'm Kelly Frankie, licensed marriage and family therapist. And this is Purely OCD. Kelly and I are OCD specialists who happen to also be in recovery from OCD ourselves. Each week we meet to talk about all things OCD, one topic at a time. You may notice we try to bring a little levity and humor to our discussion around this deeply painful disorder, as this has been a very powerful tool for our own recovery as well as our clients. We tend to cover obsessions, compulsions, and exposures. There's also a Q&A at the end. If you would like, you can join us in the future. We meet on Mondays at 1230 Pacific time on Instagram Live. And if you do find this podcast helpful, please leave us a review so we can gain more visibility to reach more people like yourself and help spread awareness of what it's like to live with OCD. Quick reminder, this is not intended as therapy or as a replacement for therapy. This is for educational purposes only. So without further ado, here is this week's episode. So today, everybody, we're going to be talking about OCD and disgust and how disgust operates in the realm of OCD. We got some questions um, that were about kind of disgust in maybe a different way than Kelly and I had intended it. That doesn't mean that we can't necessarily address those. Um, But yeah. So yeah. And, you know, I think typically when people think of OCD, they think of you know, intrusive thoughts and the what if and the fear associated with it. And the reality is, is that actually OCD includes a whole nother group that's not necessarily fear related, but disgust related. For example, somebody might feel triggered with um, touching something that is slimy. It could be raw chicken, let's say. And as someone with contamination fears right? There's the key word there. Fears would potentially be worried about murdering somebody or killing some, not murder, but accidentally food poisoning, killing someone. Okay. Someone with disgust, not a fear, just the disgust factor would say, I can't handle this feeling. Oh, gross. Yeah. That's a good one. Yeah. No, that's true. So that's important to know the why. It is important to know the why and it it totally informs how we do exposures and what we're supporting people in learning how to tolerate. And I guess one thing that in reflecting on this, because I knew we were going to be talking about this, I I do think that it's in some ways though, fear of being disgusted in perpetuity, right? Right. Never going away. This is a perpetual feeling or it might get worse. Yeah. Yeah. Or I won't stop thinking about it. Right. And if I touch other things with my, like with my slimy hands, now the slime is going to be, and then I'll be forever disgusted slimy. by all of these things. Right. Yeah. yeah. The yeah. slimer effect. The slimer effect. That's copyright it. Fr- Frankly, Frankie 2021 <laughs> right there. Damn. We should watch um, Ghostbusters by the way. For, for a, a mm-hmm. Halloween friendship situation (laughs) not purely OCD situation I like that that's a really that's a good call I like that a lot sorry um coming back so (laughs) reeling it back in so and and if anyone has any experience with with the disgust element in OCD I know I posted about this a couple weeks ago didn't you as well 
I don't, I have no memory of most of life. I'm sure. That's cool. Oh, thank you. Cool. Amy. That Um, means a lot. That does, because you're awesome. Go check out OCD Nashville if you haven't. She's got amazing doodles and she's awesome. Great page. Yep. Totally. Um, So yeah, yeah. anyone has any discussed uh, experiences, but so what do you see being the the triggers mostly I know we usually just hop right into obsessions but isn't the obsession almost always like Mm -hmm. what if I feel disgust forever a hundred percent yeah so trigger um well you know I'd say (laughs) I mean I immediately went to the like the darkest one. So let's not do that. We're going <laughs> to bring it back in. Frankie. We're going to build up to that guy. Um, I was going to start with bodily functions. That's what I was going to do. Good. Oh, wait, that was the, the really dark one. I think so because that could include blood, semen, poop, pee. Yeah. I went to semen. Okay. That's what I was thinking. That's, that's what you went to. You were like, right. I to went the to semen. that. Yeah. yeah. I was thinking poop. <laughs> Perfect. What a combo. Well, no, and I've worked with people who, interestingly enough, the trigger will bring about thoughts related to doing something with those substances that will bring on the experience of disgust and then being like, Mm -hmm. I don't want to have this thought, make it go away, which is sort of one way that this can show up. So for instance, like having a thought, if you think about poop and then you think about eating poop, for instance. Lovely. You're welcome. Monday morning, you know, just trying to keep it, keep it real here. I'm still thinking about the choking on the, the mouse. <clears throat> oh yeah, I know. Sorry. No. Anyways. Don't, don't um, be sorry. I'm thinking about it le- years later. Yes. That one also looking, uh, just a visual trigger of something, even on an, uh, an image, right? It doesn't have to be three dimensional poop. It could just be. extra. <laughs> <laughs> You don't actually I, have to see poop in order to be triggered. You could just see a picture of poop. Yes, you totally could. And some mm-hmm. people, I've actually had a few clients. They were younger clients, um, meaning they're under the age of 17, 16. Mm-hmm. And they would look at an image and they'd actually get the sensation of disgust on their hand without even touching it. Oh, interesting. So there's this magical thinking, which you often see in children too, more so. I mean, obviously it's, it's rapid in adults as well, but totally. Um, totally. yeah. So what about, uh, so yeah, there's obviously like all the bodily fluids and like disgust. textures, any texture that's slimy or gritty. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yep. Which actually, interestingly enough, kind of feeds into ARFID or avoidant restrictive food intake disorder for anyone Mm. who's, you know, I don't know if anyone out there finds themselves having a particularly sort of picky relationship with food to the point where it's really sort of um, interfering with life. But that that does come up and, and just this total disgust with often with fruits and vegetables and stuff like that, uh, that really impairs people. Uh, but there's also just gore and horror often will sort of bring about this disgust feeling like, Oh, like, which 
you know, in fairness, it is pretty gross. We're talking about like stabbing or what are you talking about? I'm talking about stabbing. I'm talking about decapitating. I'm talking about, you know, (laughs) actually, is it, can I, can I share one that I, that comes to mind? Cause I, I actually offered this up to a client because, you know, I'm a good therapist. Naturally. (laughs) It's going to be really dark. So there was that, that, that show ratchet. I don't know what Um, that is, but basically a show that's based on like the younger version of nurse ratchet who's the oh yeah the psychiatrist and one or the nurse and one flew over the cuckoo's nest and basically uh there's a scene in it where somebody amputates his own arm with oh, a chainsaw. saw oh oh my Ooh. Mm-hmm. yeah but that's the thing right like it's not that for for the person the that i'm thinking of that i assign this to right? you like, told them to amputate their arm with a chainsaw well, of course. Okay, good. <laughs> no, good. I told them well to done. watch the scene. <laughs> <laughs> I know. I just wanted clarification. Yeah, that I think that that's a really good clarifying point. Oh okay. my gosh. Um, but I, I think that the idea there wasn't that this person wasn't afraid that they were going to do that to somebody else or even do that to themselves. They just didn't want to have the feeling of disgust, right? right. That was associated with the blood and the gore, which in theory is not a problem, but if you're having these thoughts all the time and you're sort of trying to push away the thoughts, then we do want to lean in and we want to be like, okay, well, we're going to have the thoughts. Might as well just go for it. Yeah, absolutely. Right. Bring those puppies on. Bring on the disgust. Yep. Bring it on. Cause like any, like, right. Like anxiety, it's, it's, it's okay to feel all the feelings. Right. I'm I'm trying to think of another disgust trigger. So we have bodily fluids. We have Check. we have um, certain textures. Mm-hmm. We which have, can include eating and or touching. Yep. Um, yep. Um, we've got gore. We've got what else is just, uh, um, oh yeah animals maybe that we can sort of play into the the uh phobias and uh yeah maybe even like insects right like this the sort of well <laughs> insects i can handle i actually love insects in fact uh, currently <laughs> i'm not gonna go into it i used to bring insects insect? into my aunt's house Aww. all the time like i'd bring them in my pockets and she's like <laughs> To this day, she won't let me live it down. I still do it, by the way. We have an insect cage, which we observe and then release. Of course. But spiders, is, that's my line. Yeah, spiders. And it's is, a is disgust. It, is it a fear? Okay, no, it's a disgust. Ooh. Yeah. Ugh. Well, Eat. that's the thing. So it's on I, me. Arachnophobia, right, which is what you're talking about, the fear of spiders. Um, it might be It both. is often that disgust thing. In fact, can I, can I share something with you that's probably going to gross you out? Yeah. Okay. Um, one of the exposures, cause I had a, a, someone who I worked with who was afraid, who had arachnophobia, but would have these very graphic images of biting into something and there being a spider in there. Yum. I, yeah. I told you. So, um, so yeah, so we did, a, we did imaginals around that, around the, like the biting in and hearing the crunch and feeling the disgust and all of that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Right. That's so solid. Solid as a rock. <laughs> I did. Wait, hold on. Amy you know what's really about, exciting though? 
what? No, tell me. Tell me what. Well, the best phobia I've ever done is with dogs. So that's about as dark as it's gone for me for phobias. Yeah. 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 I'm just saying mine's really PG, which is interesting. Watch out world. I mean, I'm sure you'll see it because you see all sorts of things, you know? Yeah. I don't, we'll see. I would bypass spiders because I haven't worked on it well enough myself. That seems fair. Yeah. I try. I try to get up on them and look at them. Yeah. See you. Get a little closer. Yeah. 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 And feel that disgust. Just feel the hell out of it. Sorry. You were saying no. Sorry. (laughs) Oh, no. Just as another category, uh, Amy was saying death, decay, and rot is a good one Mm -hmm. for the the more disgust-focused obsessions. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Totally. agree with that. Yeah. Like maggots also. Yeah, it's like if there. you stick your finger in like a rotten piece of an apple and it's mm. on your finger, if you think about it like that, it's like that's what the disgust factor is we're talking about. But yeah. it doesn't necessarily need to be a rotten apple. No, it could be could be anything. It could be like Play-Doh. It could be chalk. It could be a lot of stuff that's just yeah. really benign. Totally. Absolutely. So... Exposures? Do we want to jump in? Compulsion yeah, is it. mostly like trying to suppress the feeling, I would say. Yeah. Or avoid mm-hmm. the, yeah. Yeah. Right. Avoid it. So yeah. uh, we're going through compulsions or exposures. I know I realized that I was about to leap over compulsion, so I thought it ran us back. Okay. My bad. I, I don't know if there's any other, you know, washing. Um, yes, that's a good one. Yeah, washing, that's where contamination, OCD, and disgust often gets, actually, you can see both, but Mm -hmm. together, right? But Mm -hmm. I think a lot of people get confused with hand washing and and the disgust is like, oh, I have to be clean. Well, Mm -hmm. but not necessarily, right? It could just be a feeling of just just that feeling. Right, that it has nothing to do with potentially contracting a disease, for example. Yeah, right right on about that. Cell five for you. Um, Showering. Yeah. Yeah. Showering. No, you're so right on about the, the, um, the washing compulsions are big. And then... I don't, I don't see reassurance necessarily playing into this one very much. I don't know if you do. But. No. Uh, well, actually, I take that back. I have a client who that's like their master compulsion is reassurance. But hmm. they also have a, they have a crossover of contamination and disgust. I see. So they're looking for reassurance about whether or not they're going to whether or not it's something it's something that they fear it is right like if it's poop if it's mm-hmm. animal poop or human poop they might say well um what do you think this is because they don't want to touch oh, it for fear yeah. right that it'll be a, yeah. yeah i yeah. know that's a good one i know um yeah lots of thought stopping though like lots of like i'm i don't want to think that make it go away go away or um, mental compulsions like neutralizing, right, or um, sort of trying to redo the thing in their mind to to try to like exit out. Mm-hmm. Yeah, exit out. Ex- exit out. Uh, no, it doesn't work. Doesn't work. 
Um, uh, I think that's yeah. probably most of them. Yep. So because avoidance plays in so prominently here, I find that most of the exposure work just has to do with straight up going after the things that you've been trying to avoid. Yeah. Disgust is one of those things where you have to just pull the bandaid here. Yeah. Because it's a feeling that's like a physical, like sensation, sensation. Sorry. Yeah. Yeah. No, it is. For sure. We can think about having the thought on us. We can look at pictures of having that sensation on us. We can look at the trigger. We can mm-hmm. listen to it, whatever it is. And at the end of the day, you're going to have to touch it. And maybe if it's your fingernail and then your whole finger and then your hand, but the idea is to build up. Right. To full on exposure. Although I will say And this is tricky because I think that before COVID, we would, we would sort of respond to this in a different way, but it's not like, well, first of all, we're never going to ask you to like touch poop, right? Like that's not, that's not not the plan, but, or cut an arm off with this. No, 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 no. Don't do that. It's a bad Mm -hmm. plan. Um, And I think that, so it's, you know, with some of the more physical stuff like the, uh, and the bodily fluids and all of that it used to be that people would, would eat sandwiches off of toilet seats as exposure. Right. I remember, I think that's a Grayson one, right? Yeah. I think UCLA does the Skittles on the toilet. Yeah. I, right. I mean, I don't think we've ever done that. I don't see that being functional. No, I don't either. No. You certainly, the idea there is if you go to the top level, then everything else is easy breezy. Yep. Yep. Um, So, but I think uh, just knowing that we're still in the midst of this global pandemic, right? Like we've got to be mindful of what the CDC is advocating for and, and, you know, all of that. Yes. Yeah. Usually with disgust, though, it's maybe a little different than contamination, unless there's a crossover stuff, right? Right. And that's what I'm saying is like, if there's something that you're maybe coming into contact with that is both gross and potentially Germs. problematic, like I'm, I, obviously feces is a big one here. Um, or a public restroom touching the door handle, mm-hmm. right? Where normally yeah. we would be like, okay, you can touch the door handle and then you can eat pretzels. Right. Whereas now we might say, mm, maybe yeah. don't wash yeah. or don't, don't eat Maybe pretzels. wash the once yeah, right. before right. you eat the pretzels. And yeah, I mean, just like anything, there's some limited amount of, of behaviors that turn compulsive that is wise. Yeah, right. Right. Problem solving is great. Rumination, not so much. Mm-hmm. Same same idea. By the way, somebody asked about mental disgust, nothing that's actually physical. Um, I guess that I'm not. Maybe disgust of a scary thought or a taboo thought. Yeah, which is maybe we should talk about that briefly because that did come up right? and the, the fear that you're not disgusted by something. Like, why am I not disgusted that I had a thought of harming which is a little bit different than than disgust being the primary 
yeah, feeling with OCD. But like, why didn't I have disgust when I, you know, had a thought pop into my head about killing my family? What does that mean about me? What if that means I really want to do that? Yeah. Yeah. Hmm. Okay. Yeah, I can see that having intrusive images of of pretty much anything, and we were Mm -hmm. talking earlier about uh, the gore stuff with that, right? The um, just being icked out by like, oh, why am I thinking? Why am I having that thought? I don't want to have that thought. Um, Let's see. Um, Yeah. And the idea here is just to have full acceptance. We don't want to, you know, turn that into a compulsion where you're compulsively trying to bring up intrusive images to check for disgust either, or just to check and for whatever, what if thought is related to it. Right. That's the thing is it's like with, uh, with the backdoor spike where you no longer feel anxious and then you feel anxious that you no longer feel anxious. Sometimes people no longer feel disgust and then feel anxiety about the fact that they no longer feel disgust. Right. Like disgust is some type of safeguard. Mm -hmm. It's like, uh, well, I don't want to do that exposure because then it won't bother me and it needs to bother me because then it keeps me from doing that thing. Right. Good time. Yeah. So uh, going back to the discussed exposures, though. Yes. um, Because they're going to look very different than the ones we were just talking about. Mm -hmm. Like the not the touching necessarily, but the mental disgust. Yeah, the mental disgust, because we're going to actually try to eliminate. Well, not eliminate, but we're going to try to bring. uh, It's just a different approach because we're saying, well, we want you to do an exposure. You can not have something like, okay, let me rewind. Hold on. Rewind the disgust content that we started this topic on, we are trying to bring on disgust, right? Whereas mm-hmm. the other ones, it's more of like, well, we're going to just stay tuned to values and say, we're going to do this exposure and disgust might not be there. Hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Yep, if the absolutely. obsession is, I don't have, like, they're wanting the disgust. So we're saying, right. we're going to actually habituate to it to the point of, like, maybe you don't. Right. Maybe That's you're a bad thing, person. You have to accept uncertainty about, because the the fear related to disgust becomes another obsession. Right. right. That's a, where the, the sort of, like, the divergence yeah. happens. That's why I want to make about. sure we're really clear on yeah, how the exposures yep. work because they're different. Yeah, so just to sort of um, highlight for anyone who's just joining us, or just to recap so far, it's um, you know one is that you have an intrusive thought or image or experience that leads to the feeling of disgust, which then you try to get rid of through compulsions like hand washing or thought suppression or whatever, and then there's this other scenario where you have intrusive thoughts and you feel you feel protected by the fact that your initial experience is disgust. And if you don't feel disgust, then you feel anxious about why don't I feel disgust? What if that means I like my thought? Right. Like for example, in pedophilia type OCD, that's a really common reaction yep. when you're doing exposures is people will almost get gaggy around the exposure 
is that's yeah. the disgust. And then as they've progressed in treatment, that starts to go down and they're like, hmm, why isn't that any there anymore? What does that mean? Right. And, and the answer really, is? We don't know. We don't know. We're not figuring that out. Yeah. I don't know. If you've decided that it, that the facts of the circumstance, it doesn't make sense to figure out whether or not you're a pedophile, then we're not going to figure it out. Mm-hmm. Even if the disgust goes away, we're just going to be like, hmm, which easier said than done, but right. Still. So going back to the, the first example that you were saying <laughs> yes. of disgust, right. Trying to get rid of the sensation of disgust, like textures and, um, bodily functions or rotting, things like that. Um, another way to do this is using a contamination towel, right? Mm-hmm. If you're not willing to touch something directly, sometimes using a towel to touch it and then touch your body is mm-hmm. one step. A lot of people actually have the opposite reaction where it's much more intense for them. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, yeah. It depends though. Everyone's different. So it is. Yeah. That's such a good point. I love the contamination towel. I often find that uh, women in particular, the disgust factor, like if they put it in their hair, it's Mm -hmm. more contaminated or Mm -hmm. on their bed. Those Mm -hmm. are like two common ones I've seen. Yeah. The bed is usually a safe space. So contaminating that area with something that's disgusting is going. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So true. So true. Um, So in addition to the exposures for the, the sort of the physical feeling of disgust uh, by touching something, we've got the, within that subtype, the sort of the thoughts that pop in that cause disgust that you want to get rid of, like the gore stuff that we were talking about earlier. Mm-hmm. And I think that the aim there is to actually bring on the thoughts on purpose, right? Set reminders for yourself to think about these things, Um bring on the images uh, and and then you don't like need to like stare at them ongoing. It's bring on the image, notice any feelings that are evoked and then continue on about your merry life. Um, yeah. That's yeah. That's it. That's it. So um, somebody asked if we would make this video available and absolutely we will. Uh, it'll be on both of our Instagram TV pages as well as on our YouTube page, uh, which, yeah, you can check it out on any of those situations. Yes. Mm-hmm. Um, and we, sorry if we are not answering your questions, we are trying to stay um, on topic for purposes of people to go back and um, watch content that's very specific that they're looking for. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. Yeah. Um, so in terms of somebody just asked about apps that can, you can bring on the exposures. Oh. Most people have phones with reminders. I, I, I love the, just the basic, I have an iPhone. So I use, love the, the basic reminder app. Like, don't forget about the image of the poop and eating it. Mm-hmm. Woo! <laughs> don't forget about it. And don't forget to feel gross. There you go. There yeah. It um, it can so be just like that. the little emoji. Because you can change the the name of your alarm. Yeah, it can be like a poop emoji or That's slime so good. emoji. <laughs> and we're going to talk about technological exposures. One of my personal favorites is making um, backdrops on phones mm-hmm. and computers and all of that. Since we see them so often, uh, images that are mm-hmm. uh, going to 
bring about disgust or whatever. Yeah. And also recording imaginals. There's a lot of apps mm-hmm. you can get that record or voice memos can do it too, but which yeah. is an Apple app. Yep. So. We just actually, <laughs> I don't know how she did this, but we heard about a friend and colleague, uh, Mary Spinagle, uh, <laughs> using the auto tune. <laughs> oh, right. <laughs> with imaginals, which I think is just inspired. Mm-hmm. Right? Like, so you can get a good dance going to your most disgusting thoughts right oh what is it about the emoji of poop okay so we were talking about poop being the disgust factor for some people Mm -hmm. and so we're talking about alarms on our phone so if you have an alarm set at 12 at 9 a.m 12 p.m and 6 p.m that go off Mm -hmm. every day at the same time you can actually change the name of the alarm to anything you want, including it could be an emoji of any sort. It could be like a knife if you want it. I don't, it could be yeah. a smiley face if you're trying to be incognito, but it's yeah. just some type of visual cue that's saying, hey, exposure time. Yep. Remember. Let's do this. Don't forget. You're disgusted. Forget. Right. Yeah. Because so much of it is like, I don't want to be having these thoughts. These thoughts are ruining my life. It's like, hmm. Or we could just be like, yeah, bring them on. I want to have all of the thoughts. I'm going to have them as much as possible. I'm going to bring the thoughts with me on all of my adventures in the world and just hanging out. The end. Okay. So we do have to wrap up. (laughs) Yeah. Is it, are we at our time? Yeah. Thanks for joining us, gang. Really appreciate it. Thank you. And we'll be back next week with another OCD topic. If you have any that you'd like to see addressed on here go ahead and uh, message us um and we'll we'll definitely keep it in the the queue as it were uh and yes thank you, thank you friend all right thank you have friend. a great day off thank you all right you have a great day okay happy Bye. labor day goodbye Bye. Thanks for joining us. Just as a reminder, this podcast is not therapy, nor is it intended as a replacement for therapy. If you need further support, we encourage you to seek treatment with a registered professional who specializes in OCD. If you have a moment, we'd love to hear what you think. Feel free to leave us any feedback by reviewing us on your podcast app of choice. You can find past episodes on our website at purelyocd.com. Remember, this podcast is for you. So please let us know what you would like to hear. We want to make our message as helpful as it can be. We hope you will join us in the future as we continue our discussion on all things OCD.